Welcome to Briefings and Brief from the Packet Pushers, a short-form podcast of news and opinions on the latest product announcements. Today, we're talking about the release of Arista's new WAN routers and an SD-WAN offering called the WAN Routing System. Arista announced the new routers on March 21st, 2023. I'm Drew Connery-Murray. I'm joined by Ethan Banks. Uh, here's the highlights very quickly. Arista is announcing two hardware WAN routers, the 5510 and the 5310. They're targeted at branch, edge, and remote sites. They're running Arista's EOS network operating system with a full routing stack, and they're supporting all the routing protocols you know you love, including BGP, OSP, and ISIS. Uh, they can run as standard routers or be used for SD-WAN with all the features you'd expect from SD-WAN, including application identification, support for multiple links, including MPLS, direct internet access, and LTE, and the ability to direct traffic across specific links based on policy and application requirements and link performance. And the router is using VXLAN to build that overlay. Uh, Ethan, you were really excited about this launch. What, what got those nerd juices flowing? <laughs> <laughs> really excited. I know. And we have opposing viewpoints here, Drew. But, uh, but my real <laughs> excitement comes from, well, first of all, hardware. I mean, uh, these the 5310 and the 5510 that they've announced here. The, one, the 5310 is a 1U, the 5510 is a 2U. And these are uh, big packet movers. Um, they're not the hugest ever. But I mean, I think the, the biggest one was, what, 50 gig of throughput, 50 gigabits right. per second? Um, yep. they're, they're meant to move some uh, some packets, and they're priced. Uh, they're spendy, is what Arista told us. <laughs> so these are meant for main sites, very large branches. That's where these routers are positioned for. They're kind of like a Cisco ASR or like a really big Cisco ISR, if you're used to the WAN routers coming from there. Uh, just to be fair to Arista, uh, it was you who said spendy, and they agreed. But I don't think they're coming out of the gate saying, yes, they're expensive. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> They are not coming. It's saying expensive, I, uh, right? But they did agree with me because uh, you, you kind of want to know where these things are going at. Because depending right. on where you want to position them, the cost of that hardware device makes a huge difference. But that really gives us an indicator of where how Arista is giving us this WAN offering, where what the intended market is. Which far they told us it was really driven by certain of their customers and clients that uh, that want this feature. They're going to be positioning these Arista boxes in some of their larger sites, and so that's why Arista's leading this announcement with uh, with the big iron, uh, with maybe with the, some of the branch off uh, branch offerings coming later, which I, I guess we can get to. But again, back to why I'm excited. Hey, Arista's in the SD WAN space finally, and that and it's <sighs> Drew. How long have we been talking about SD WAN on the you know the Packet Pushers podcast network? An awful lot of years now, and Arista's been notably absent when there's been so many of their competitors that have bought an SD-WAN company and integrated them. For example, Cisco with Viptela, perhaps the best known of those. And, uh, and customers have been running SD-WAN for so long that they're now getting to that refresh cycle where, hey, do I keep running the SD-WAN solution I have in-house or do I run something else? And this is part of my excitement. Here's Arista with something else that maybe customers are interested in wanting to run. And particularly if they're already an Arista customer, this could fit in very, very well with their uh, Arista gear that they've already got. They're running Arista in the data center. Maybe they're running a cloud vision as well. Uh, the way Arista is positioning these new routers and the SD-WAN uh, topology that you can now run from these routers, if you so choose to run them in that mode, you have full integration with cloud vision. So it would play very well to existing Arista customers and uh, allow them to extend their Arista network into the WAN space and with that SD-WAN functionality. So that's where I'm at for, for starters, Drew. Um, I think the next thing about my excitement just comes in the future. 
And it's the part that admittedly Arista didn't tell us anything as far as make any promises as to what's coming next. But imagine if Arista had not only the big iron boxes, but some kind of a small branch router, something, uh, you know, four port or an eight port little box that could run their cloud EOS with the SD-WAN software. And then those shops that are doing uh, retail and they've got thousands of stores and mm-hmm. they want to make there, all of those stores participate in the SDA and overlay. They could do that at an economical price. And Arista becomes a really interesting part of the conversation now for shops when before they were like, oh, Arista, yeah, they're a data center switching company. And that's kind of all they are. And I don't really care beyond that. Now, what Arista brings to the table is, uh, is WAN with a lot of rich WAN features and functionality. And, uh, and it becomes they're in the conversation when they weren't before. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. They are in the conversation, but it's very clear at the outset that Arista sort of is limiting or focusing that conversation on existing customers, particularly their large enterprise customers who have Arista in the data center, maybe something in the campus, are bought into EOS, bought into Cloud Vision as their operating model, their network management model. And so this makes you know perfect sense to lock that in as these customers who might already have SD-WAN products are looking to refresh and maybe bring in somebody new. So Arista sees an opportunity here to keep their existing customers in that fold while also expanding their market. I feel like, though, uh, you you speculated on when a a cheaper box for smaller deployments will come out. I feel like this is a missed opportunity for Arista because they said, you know, we've had a great career being, you know, second to the market, but doing it better. And in this case, I feel like they're not doing it better by not having that small branch option at rollout. like. You mentioned a retail case. If I've got 1,500 stores and 1,000 of them could use one of the two boxes that Arista is shipping, but I need something smaller for those 500, then Arista just kind of locked itself out of that conversation. Why? I don't know. Like Coming in so late to the market, we've been talking about SD-WAN for so long. When you come into SD-WAN as a late comer or a fast follower, however we want to position it, why not have everything ready to go to get those customers who aren't already in your state? To, to speak to the doing it better point that you made, which which was one of the the arguments I took away from the Arista briefing as well, one of the things that they're differentiating the solution uh, compared to what a lot of the competitors did is they did not go out and just buy someone and then try to integrate that relatively foreign solution into their own portfolio. Sure. Instead, they've built this feature set from the ground up on EOS. So it's all native and integrated and again, works with all the tooling. Uh, that's a win for Arista, as far as I am concerned. Um, so that's where the, the the better is now. Late to market, and they didn't show up with a small box. Man, I I don't know how I feel about that. Other than I I can't help but agree with you. It is a missed opportunity. But to to in, in Arista's defense, the way they positioned it on the briefing, we are listening to customers who asked us for this, and so this is what we've built out of the gate and what we're ready to come to market with. And it's new hardware that they built from the ground up specifically to do this and to serve Uh this WAN router function. It's not something they had in their portfolio before. That is a lot of engineering effort. Now, I feel like the retail branch, Soho, whatever offerings that they should make in theory would be easier and less of an engineering uplift to pull off. Uh, And so hopefully it's not too far away. But... Drew, it's not like Arista made any promises to us. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that box is totally coming. You're going to see it in Q3. They didn't say that at all. They made no commitments, actually. Right, right. That's why I feel like that's why I feel like this is sort of half a loaf. Like, if you're going to show up to this market at the time Arista is, 
come with the full loaf, um, especially because the hardware you're talking about, they're running on Intel CPUs. This is not a very complex platform to run on. And Intel, uh, Arista knows how to do this. It's their own software. Rolling out a small box with the rest of them should have been, it doesn't seem that much of an engineering lift to me, given the work they've already done so far. A couple of other things. The SD-WAN market is sort of now moving on from SD-WAN as a standalone market to SD-WAN as a feature of a broader market, whether it's you know Secure Access Services Edge or SSE or ZTNA or whatever, how you want to position it. But SD-WAN is sort of getting sucked into a broader feature set. And here again, Arista coming late to the market is showing up with just SD-WAN. So yes, I know that they need to make these steps and they don't want to go out and buy another company and have to try to integrate. But again, it feels like half a loaf when you're showing up late to the party already. Well, there was some partnerships that they announced. For example, Zscaler. That was so. If you want to talk about you know Sassy, we could stretch a bit and say that they're they're are trying to make the solution uh, qualify as Sassy with uh, with at least the Zscaler partnership and some other partnerships that are coming that they were wor- working on but hadn't been one hundred percent finalized yet. So they're not uh, unaware of the security component that a lot of the SD WAN deployments are taking for for granted these days. Right. I will that again, though. I guess I'm, maybe I'm nitpicking, but I feel like, again, if you're rolling this out and making a big splash, and this is your opportunity to show up and say, "Here, here, we're Arista. Here's what's great about us. Here's what's different." And you come with one SSE vendor, Zscaler. That's fine. Zscaler is a good one, but there's Prisma, there's Netscope, there's others that they could have tried to line up those partnerships ahead of time and said, "We're coming to customers with lots of options. We know how the market's developing. We're anticipating it. We're there. We're ready for you." As you move into these sort of new ways of delivering security services, and it's not there. Uh, one other thing that I felt like is missing from their portfolio is having security capabilities on the SD-WAN gateway itself. Most of the other SD-WAN vendors you will talk to have that. Uh, I asked Arista about this in a follow-up email. They said, essentially, you know, sort of our customers don't want to have to deal with two different security stacks. They've probably already got firewalls at their branches, so we don't feel the need to put it in there. And, and we can also shunt packets into you know, whatever security system you're using or anything else. So yeah, we're, we're sort of taking care of it. But I gonna feel like it's still not a full, complete, shiny solution to match up with everything else that's out there. Like, the, there are so many other SD-WAN vendors out there. I feel like, again, another missed opportunity for Arista to say, our EOS and our cloud vision are so great. Here's 10 reasons why you should come onto it, as opposed to, you're already an EOS or in a cloud vision shop. We want to keep you on that. Uh, I feel like it's a missed opportunity to use SD-WAN as a wedge to get EOS and cloud vision into places where it isn't already. This this initial release feels like it's just focusing on their existing customer sort of you're already inside our monastery. We want to keep you here as opposed to trying to draw more people in. I would agree that this feels like it is first and foremost a connectivity solution and not a security solution. And, and again, they did not prioritize those partnerships. But again, as they said, it was very customer driven. Now, uh, related to the it's a connectivity solution, that would also align with the Equinix partnership that they did announce, where if you're in Equinix and you want to use one of these uh, new routers or a virtual form factor of of one of these routers to connect up to some of your cloud services, and you're going to use Equinix because everybody connects into your Equinix data center. Uh, you can do that. It's a it's a buying option you can get from Equinix. You can check a box and purchase it from them, and they will help you set it up and get that uh, Arista edge point, if you will, connected in between your network, your point of presence on Equinix, and anywhere else in the Equinix environment you want to go. Is how I understood it, true. Yeah, they're calling it the Carrier Neutral Transit Hubs. It is a virtualized version of the router. It's essentially the software, uh, I think they said, on a KVM uh, device, essentially, which does 
allow you to connect up your branches to this Equinix hub. I think they're also planning on bringing in other colo providers. But again, the idea is, yes, uh, these providers tend to have direct access to your your public clouds, your SaaS providers. And if you want to get as close to you, as you can uh, to those providers via this colo solution, you can deploy one of these carrier neutral transit hubs. I do think that's a unique feature here. And I think one way that Arista is helping set itself apart in this space. Uh, so yeah, I did like that part of the announcement. So maybe I'm excited because of what the future is. I would love to see Arista in this space. All their competitors have one or more, looking at you, Cisco, uh, SD-WAN, <laughs> sassy solutions of some flavor or another. And uh, and Arista being absent there, to me, is kind of, it holds them back a little bit in the enterprise space, the penetration that they could have if they had this offering. So I'm excited right. to see, even if it's a very targeted, very large customer and maybe existing customer-focused offering to see where it goes next, knowing they've got the building blocks, that's exciting to me because I think it puts Arista in a lot more conversations going forward, assuming they make some announcements in uh, subsequent quarters. Yeah, I think it's a good step. It's good to see Arista getting into SD-WAN. I think there is an opportunity for Arista to become a bigger player in the enterprise space outside of the data center. Uh, and I do think EOS, Cloud Vision are quality products that people would potentially benefit from, but I feel like they haven't given customers enough reason to come onto EOS and Cloud Vision if you're not already there. Maybe that'll change over time. Tough love, Drew. That is, that is, that is harsh. <laughs> that is tough, man. All right, we'll, we'll have a link in the show notes if you want to go read about the announcement for yourself. Uh, this has been Briefings and Brief from the Packet Pushers. You can check out more podcast goodness and more blogs all at packetpushers.net. As always, thanks for listening.